Datology Coach Podcast, Sarah. Yep. <laughs> How are you on this very hot, muggy Saturday? Oh, I'm okay. I had a really good iced coffee this morning. It's Did really, you? it's yeah, it really was a game changer <laughs> for today. I get up on Saturdays, I walk Kona, and that's usually like a 6.30, 7 a.m. walk. Mm-hmm. And I always look forward to that first cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And nothing bums me out more, white privilege problems here, but <laughs> when my coffee isn't right, because I take it very light and very sweet, mm-hmm. it was not right this morning. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's okay. Oh, but I mine always, hit just right. <laughs> yeah. I, I went back in at, after, and she was like, how was your coffee? Because she knows I'm kind of, I'm, I'm not, I'm in no way rude about it, but she knows I take it a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I was like... It was great. It was perfect. Great. Thank you. It was perfect. You know, because I care more that she cares that it was good. I know, you know right? I mean? Like, she yeah. cares. It's fucking coffee. Who cares? Right. All right. Yeah. Certainly not worth answering, I'm not gonna, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I cannot, I couldn't begin. I'm not going to go back to her and say, could you put a little more sugar in that? I'm not going to be that person. No. Not when they, not when it's rush time and there's like eight people in there. I'm uh, not that person at all. No. I mean, even the worst <laughs> coffee is still coffee. It's still for coffee. Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. So I saw something this week. I was, and here's the weirdest thing. I was tagged in mm. a post mm-hmm. on TikTok. Literally for you. at the very same time that I was trying to stitch it. It was the most bizarre thing. The algorithm and is getting advanced. <laughs> dude, that, that, first of all, that algorithm is a messy bitch because sure. it knows it puts it puts things in front of certain like if someone steals from you they'll put it right they'll put that in your feet it does i'm telling you this is why i say this entire platform is just built for harassment and bullying hmm, that's um, an interesting idea so it was a it was a tiktok from a woman and she had been recently dating a guy for a few months hmm. and the guy ended things uh-huh and she said that he was now going to date, in her words, a stripper. And she was crying. Ha- she, uh-huh. Okay. It, we'll get to that. I know where you're going. I can. Uh-huh. I know where you're going, and we'll get to well, that. I, I have follow-up questions. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Let me stop you right there. So <laughs> she was very upset, and she's like, I can't compete with that. You know, I have a fupa, hmm. and, you know, I mean, and this is nothing against strippers because she's gorgeous. She's just gorgeous. But this just really goes to show that personality will never win over looks. Looks will always win over personality. Hmm. Huh. Okay. okay. Is that what it goes to show? It's, it's Okay. Let's put a pin in that because here's a yeah. guy who decided he was going to jump into this conversation. And this oh, is, great. This I is was a- hoping a man would. Um, So I was looking and looking. This is why men don't belong in these conversations. But hold on to your butts. Is that looks will always win over personality? First and foremost, I just want to thank you for being brave enough to share this story with everybody. And second of all, I want to say you're 100% right. Based on what you said, 90% of men, I'm not going to lie to you, and you're right, would have made that same decision. Because, you know, guys are attracted to physical beauty. Personality is secondary in some cases. But... Guys are attracted to physical beauty. And women know this too. Hence all the OnlyFans accounts out there. That's why all these women are millionaires because they know guys, if they see something they like, they'll throw money at them. We're stupid that way. (laughs) Beauty can sometimes cloud our decision and we make stupid decisions because of that. 
And believe it or not, some men will put up with a toxic, drama-filled relationship only because she's hot. I'm not lying. And I'm so sorry you're heartbroken and you went through this. I really do feel for you, but you're right. Not all men, most men, but not all, they hold looks at a higher priority than personality. It's a sad truth. So every time I see content from this guy, his name is what, the, the official Rudy, Rudy, whatever, Rudy something. Something official, like he thinks he's a public figure. Yeah, like he thinks he's somebody. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see his content, I want to punch a kitten because it's 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 similar to that. He has these antiquated ideas about men and women and dating. And what really, let, let's first go back to the woman's video because she has since deleted it. Mm. Uh, but I wonder what happened to her in the comments. Well, no, initially, as far as I knew, like there was an outpouring of support from her, but I okay. like, I watched the original video and I was like, um, I don't, I kind of, I feel bad for you, but, but it's limited because right. she kept saying, this is nothing about her being a stripper. Yes, it is. Yes, for it sure is. is. <laughs> because you're saying, well, Men will always choose looks over personality. So you're saying the stripper doesn't have a personality right. because she's a stripper? That's what, what are we I'm, saying here? That's what I'm hearing. That's what I was hearing. And right. I felt like- And also every- it's how she's cho- choosing to identify her, right? She's choosing to identify her in this very one-dimensional way. Right. In a way that she knew would color her to other women, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So she knew what she was doing. Let's- yes. Like, yeah. I don't like to see anybody heartbroken. I don't like to see anybody sad, being broken up with or rejected. I don't like that. It's I don't like to see anyone experience that. But that doesn't give you license to degrade somebody. And I really felt like, hon, you know what you're doing. You know yeah. you're putting her down. And you're implying that she's just a body. But right. you're also, and so was this Rudy douchebag. Yeah. Um, Official douchebag. Official, official Rudy douchebag. <laughs> now, what is the is stripper the appropriate term? I think so. Okay, yeah, I think so. Strippers come in all shapes and sizes because they do. Attraction yeah. is subjective, right? All yeah. men do not find one particular type of woman beautiful. That's just um, not a thing. I could be wrong about this too, but I my impression i guess is that each club kind of has its own personality and look Mm -hmm. so i mean yeah if you're well i don't know i guess it it could be like if you're in a small town there's only one strip club in which case i would hope that there's a variety of women Mm -hmm. there but if you're in a larger town or a city i think yeah yeah there's there's a place for you if you want to be a stripper And there and there are a lot of strippers on TikTok that like take you right, you know, through a night at the at their club or on their shift. Yeah, and a lot of them have a lot of personality. <laughs> they yeah, they have to like let's they're stop. Pretty good. Yeah, and you're trying to make it sound like oh they're all just like just dumb right. and couldn't possibly have any other attributes other than their body, which right, uh, no, especially. As a stripper, you have to be extremely savvy. Yeah. Extremely savvy. Right. You have to have a be able to hold a conversation. 
Yeah. You have to be able to do like 10 things at once. Uh-huh. You know, you have to be, because you have to be looking out for the creeps and you have to be able to maintain the conversation and you have to make sure you're not uh-huh. being ripped off. And, you know, it's, it's a lot. You have and, to avoid falling down. Right. Right. <laughs> Balance. Com- yeah. Let's talk about the confidence it takes. The confidence yeah. alone. Yeah. Like maybe he just wanted a woman who's really confident, who isn't whiny. Right. You know, I, I like I said, I felt bad for her, but we all knew what she was doing. She was putting this woman down. Right. And then this guy, I, and I can't tell you how much I hate when men jump into women's discussions. And I have a guy who's now spams the comments of like every post. Of your my, videos? Oh my God. Official oh douchebag too. <laughs> oh my God. It's just like, but he's married. Like, why are you here? You're just here to interact with women. Like, it, Ooh, I, yeah. I just like, I don't, yeah. you don't know. You don't belong here. In any case, I don't like when men jump into these conversations because dude, here's the thing. We're not really, we're not really asking, like, we don't really care what men find attractive at this point. We, we don't need your input. You don't need to confirm what she already believes, which right. isn't even accurate. Right. Because <laughs> right. A, sub- attraction is subjective. B, um, personality it contributes to that attraction. Yeah. Well, you know what I was going to say initially is like, how does she know her her ex dumped her for a stripper? Great she question, must have done, Sarah. Sarah. She must that's have done a great some question. investigating, right? Because I very much doubt that this man was like, I would like to break up with you to instead to date, date a stripper. stripper. Right. Right. I feel like he probably said like, I'm, I'm interested in someone else or, you know, probably presented this in a more humanizing fashion. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she went on the internet and determined that the woman was a stripper. And now she's become this one dimensional. Right. Figure. Right. And, yeah. and not nearly enough women were defending, defending the woman who was identified as the stripper. That, and that bothered me. And that's why when I got tagged in it, I was, I thought, mm, I don't know that I want to stitch this because I kind of feel like calling her out and she's just too vulnerable right now. And I don't want to do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so I, I just didn't feel, it didn't feel authentic to me if I was like, Oh no, hon, you know, you're beautiful. And you know, and she is, it's not the point. She is beautiful. Yeah. It's not the point though. It's like, girl, first you were putting the woman down second. No, like personality it contributes so much to whether or not someone finds us attractive. Uh huh. <laughs> and can absolutely like, absolutely like change how someone sees you, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't, I don't think, and the other thing that got me was you were dating for a few months. He didn't cheat on you. He wasn't bad to you. He just right. didn't want to date you anymore. Right. And like, I'm all about like demonizing dudes who deserve it. Yeah. This seemed like a pretty, um, clear-cut example of this woman is primarily upset because she got dumped for a stripper right and i think this comes back to i don't know if it was like last week or the week before but we were talking about the difference between what women uh either like value or find attractive Mm -hmm. (laughs) and what men find attractive about women Mm -hmm. like men don't 
again, <laughs> well, it's again, for the cheap seats in the back. <laughs> Men do not care what your job is. Right. Case in point, <laughs> I don't think he's dating her because she's a stripper. He's dating her and she is a stripper. Right. That's it. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but the flip side of that is like, you know, your Harvard degree is not an incentive for a man. It's in the neutral mm-hmm. column. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I felt bad for her, but um, I don't know. Let's try not to put down women who make a living dancing in strip clubs. Let's let's try not to do that. Sure. And let's let's stop perpetuating this idea that um, looks don't matter. I mean, personality doesn't matter because it does. It matters right. quite a bit. I mean, looks also do matter. I you know I think without looks, men. I mean, we've talked about this before too, but like. If men don't find you attractive, they won't even look at you or talk to you or acknowledge you. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. simply furniture. Right. right. So if you, which obviously that's not good. I'm not advocating that behavior in men. But like we we have talked before about like men literally don't see you mm-hmm. unless they find you attractive. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, ergo, <laughs> there ergo. is no reason to cry because your ex moved on and is dating someone else. It doesn't mean you're not attractive. You were, or he wouldn't have even talked to you. Right. Thank you. Next. Are we thank you nexting? Thank you. Next. Okay. Let's get to the first letter. Do you have the letter, Sarah? I do. Hi, I have a dating question for my daughter and wanted your opinion since I am at a loss in what she should do. She met a guy last weekend, and they exchanged numbers, and after a few messages back and forth, they made plans to see each other this Thursday for lunch. He messaged her on Friday, asking what she was doing, and it was about 8 p.m. She told him that she was in uh, the OC, a different city from where they live, and she asked what he was doing and left the convo saying, have fun. She decided to text him on Saturday during the day and ask how his day was. She never got a response. What should she do? She now thinks he might be ghosting her and doesn't know if plans are still on for Thursday. Not sure if this is a factor, but she is 22 and he is around 30. My first instinct is to do a background check, but she doesn't want me to. Thank you for your help. Uh, okay. Mm, don't thank us yet. Don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little early. Don't thank us yet. Because I'm not entirely sure what she should do but i know what you should do you should do back the fuck off this is not your life yeah um your daughter is grown Mm -hmm. she is an independent person and you're Mm -hmm. lucky that she has a relationship with you and is sharing these details but like Mm -hmm. you absolutely need to butt out yeah none of your business but also to 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 get to the, the 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 issue itself, the fact that he sent her a text on Saturday, hey, what are you up to? And she was like, oh, hey, I have plans. And then he just sort of fell out. Yeah, he was looking to, to go out. That doesn't necessarily yeah. mean he was looking to hook up with her. He was looking to go out. She right. said, no, I'm not available. He bailed. Right. Like Which makes look, sense. Right. He could have said goodbye. But sure, some people but like, don't do I that. I don't know. Why? I don't know. Why? Yeah. Why prolong it? You know? Right. Um. He doesn't sound very dependable, but there's nothing in the way of um, of anything sort of nefarious going on. No. Nothing. <laughs> no. 
No, and this is a guy again wanting wanting to make last minute plans. Right, because he's That's fucking it. guy. Right. right. <laughs> he wants to make last minute plans. He met this person and good on her. She already had plans and was like, "Yeah, you know, have a good night." And she didn't right. hear from him and now she didn't know if the plans are on or not. Okay. If you don't know if plans are on or not, they're not. Don't Well, <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, you could ask, but right, right. Just, just ask. Yeah. Don't sit back. And I, I can't tell you how many times I see this with with people. Mm. I see this with speed dating all the time, where the event will come, and then I'll get an email afterwards, and they'll say, "I never received the link to log in." And I'm like, oh. but, but. I sent out texts and emails and this and that. Why didn't you, why didn't you say anything? Right. And it's, right. I think a lot of times some people just sit back and wait for other people to fuck up and fail. And mm. it is, and if we are leading into this, we're leading into <laughs> this. And it is to all, confirm a bias that they already have. Right. Like, oh, this is stupid. I, I'm not going to meet anybody anyway. So, oh, well, I didn't even get the link. So I had this happen to me yesterday. Guy signed up for the event on, I think, Thursday. And it was a Boston event. And it was posted on one of my Boston meetup groups. Mm-hmm. So the guy sure. registered. And then I, I get an I, – I didn't get – I got an email like the morning of because I logged into the group and I got a message. He's, you know, you haven't sent me any information about how to log into this event. Is this event happening in Boston or New York City? And – like really kind of hostile. Hmm. And I replied and I said, this is an event for Boston singles. It's online. And um, the, the link to log in is, is being sent in the afternoon. Here's the part of the registration page where it says all this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and he was just livid. He's like, well, why am I, why shouldn't I have, uh, why do I have to, I gave him my, the hello at buffs and brainiacs. Why am I emailing you here? Why isn't it for Boston Singles? Why does it? Like, what? dude, you just don't want to go, and that's fine. And yeah, and, just, and I just don't, just ask for your money back. Let's just let's skip he to that asked part. For, he did eventually. I was like, here you go, bye. And I just gave it to him. Normally, right. I'd be like, no, you know, we don't give refunds. The events going on. Like, you just didn't read anything that hmm. was right in front of you, and you're being yeah. hostile towards me. And and you have to realize this isn't about me. This is about something with them. They're trying to confirm a bias. Yeah. And I feel like the woman in this letter, the mother, she has her ideas about men. Uh, and, yep. <laughs> and she's projecting yeah. them on her daughter. Right. Because she's jumping right to background check. Right. And that's why you really, you, you, need, to, you need to get a hobby, I think. <laughs> like right. step back. From your daughter's love life, because like if you weigh in, it's not going to help her. I don't think. Right before this, we were talking about we were talking about the Bader Meinhof mm-hmm. phenomenon, and this mm-hmm. is when uh, it, a, would you say a frequency bias? Something <laughs> is suggested. Yeah. It's Go like ahead. the we- more you see something, the more you see something. Right. Yeah. So this a seed will be planted in your head. And I believe the the example that was used and what I was reading was, you know, you see a commercial for a red car and suddenly you want to get a red car. And now everywhere you go, you're seeing red cars. Yep. It's yeah. not it's not some like weird 
nothing sign from the universe. No, it's, it's just that, how advertising works. <laughs> well, it's it, it's that, and your brain is now seeing. It's looking. Them. It's looking right. for it's, it. It's yeah, looking right. for them. Mm-hmm. So they're already there. Your brain is just looking for them. Right. And I do think that that, along with confirmation bias, is playing a big role in why people keep meeting people that uh-huh. ultimately disappoint them or seem sketchy. Because right. whether we realize it or not, these ideas have been planted in our head because we hear them over and over and over again. Oh, Tinder's just for hookups. Oh, me- you know, I posted that thing about, you know, all these men putting in their dating profile, like writing explicitly, looking for a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. And all these women just flooded into the comments. Well, they just say that to get laid. Well, they're just lying. Right. They're just going to lie. Do you really believe that? Because I don't believe that. I mean, I don't. I no. <laughs> I think there's no incentive to lie. Yeah, there's no incentive to lie. There, if you, if that were a lie, I think you'd leave it out entirely. Yeah, I, I just. Oh, what, they say. Well, they're just putting that to lure women in. I'm like, okay, we're getting to this place now where the the negativity has become so toxic that it's starting to to like infiltrate and seep into the minds of other people like this is really having a ripple effect so when you have these ideas these negative ideas and you repeat them over and over again and people hear them over and over again that's all they're going to see yeah and and it's because you're training there's an actual science behind it you're training your brain to only see these things now whether those is why we tell you people not to spend time on those narcissist message boards too <laughs> right. right i mean there's it's not it's not helping you to spend time talking about how your ex was a narcissist because it's everyone not- you meet is going to look like a narcissist absolutely and we'll, we'll, we have a letter concerning that that we'll get to on the show so to the letter writer you have to be responsible for you know you have to be more responsible about what you inflict project onto your daughter in regards to men and dating because you don't want her to start suspecting every single guy she meets. Well, and the fact that you wrote in and not her, I think demonstrates that you are extremely concerned and she's not (laughs) always. Yeah. Always. That's, and that's how I started the response to the letter. And I said, you know, I've been doing this a long time. And one thing I know is that when someone writes in on somebody's behalf, Mm. Their ma- their their motive is not nearly as altruistic as they think it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, in this case, it might be because it's a mother and daughter. But um, but I definitely think, like you said, there's there's some clear bias here. <laughs> some clear bias here <laughs> that you are in danger of projecting onto your daughter that will prevent her from having healthy relationships. Yeah, and not just let's just look at this in different dynamics. You know, put other friends, other women mm. in general, mm-hmm. you know, if I can't tell you how overwhelming it was to read those comments. Oh, they're just lying. Oh, they're just lying. Oh, they're just lying. I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, what are the odds that they're all just lying? Right. <laughs> Probably zero. Right? right. I mean, some of them have to be telling the truth. Right. And it's sort of, you know, I, I, I think I compared it to the algorithm on TikTok. 
you know, the more you watch something, the more you like something, the more that shows up in your Mm -hmm. feed. Right. You know, you're training. No, exactly. Yeah. You're training your brain to only see that stuff. Right. And that's why, like, I want to challenge people. I have a client and he, you know, he'll say, he said something like, my experience has been X, Y, Z. My experience has been that I only make, you know, two or three uh, matches a year. And so I, that's just been my experience. And so that's why I, you know, I focus on people probably longer than I should. Mm -hmm. And I said, what if you change that belief? What if you stop telling yourself that? Because you tell yourself that and that ends up being your experience. Because he said, well, that's, but that's my experience. And I go, but do you think it's because you're telling yourself that? You know, mm-hmm. sort of like a chicken and the egg mm-hmm. situation. <laughs> you know, yeah. could the, could you be experiencing this? Because that's what you tell yourself over and over and over again. I think you so. Know, be, because I have not, and maybe it's because when I was using online dating, and it wasn't that long ago that I was online dating. What, what are we? Right. I met Don in Christmas of 2018. Mm-hmm. 2018? Yes, 2018. And while it was tough to get dates, I don't remember it ever being what it is now. And I do wonder how much of it is just like what I'm hearing. Yeah. You know, my experience was very different. You know, you you met your husband on OkCupid. I met Don on OkCupid. I guess... I had a different experience because I wasn't, and, and can, can, you know, remember what I do for a living. So right. if anyone's going to be influenced or hear a lot, it would be me. Yeah. And I just didn't have the experience that I, that I hear a lot about. I didn't either. And I, I mean, I was on a while ago, obviously, but like it, yeah, I don't remember it even being difficult. Yeah. It was kind of, it was just fun. And low stress. Yeah. And it definitely you know, changed it's that. It's, well, it, I, it's, I know. I acknowledge it's different now. Like, I see people being stressed about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, just it wasn't even worth getting upset over, you know? I just, I think something that people could do to really help their experience is to not spend so much time on internet forums. Uh huh. About online dating. Just don't. It's, right. it's absolutely having a negative effect because yeah, people are because you're hearing all the most extreme stories. Oh, you know, I have this. I have another commenter who is just all, like someone will say something and she will just come in and beat them over the head with her experience and what she thinks is the truth. And it's like, but that's mm. your truth. Mm-hmm. You don't know what her situation is. Why, like. I really do feel like some people just want to like beat down other people mm. in these comments. Like they don't well, want everybody succeeding. Just, everybody wants to be heard, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks that their experience is worth sharing. It's the main character syndrome. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes beyond that. It goes beyond that. Oh, so, yeah, it does. It, so, it does. I, yeah, so... I would let your daughter, let your daughter find her way on this. And mm-hmm. if anything, probably the best thing you can do for her is to, to teach her like, eh, 
don't get invested. Like, she, frankly, the daughter seemed to like have a really good handle on it. She does. You know, yeah. the guy was like, yeah, you want to go out tonight? No, I have plans. Bye. Right. And that was and then, that. And, right. And that was over. <laughs> and it was over. Yep. And it, part of me was like, maybe the daughter's not worried about it at all. Maybe you're worried about it. Right. And you're planting seeds in seems. her head. The best thing you could do is to teach her, oh, okay, don't get detached. You know, it's not it's not about you. Yeah. Uh, don't get attached. Right. What'd you say? You said don't, don't get detached. <laughs> no, I said don't get attached. Oh, I heard it as detached. Oh, but, okay. okay. Well, I will fix that next time. Um, so, yeah, like, remember that she's 22. Try not to plant all this stuff in her head. And it doesn't matter if she's 22 or 62. Like, your words have have influence. Yeah. On other people and their experience. So just be more mindful about that. And like I said, you're, you are lucky enough to have a, uh, it sounds like a good relationship with your daughter in that she's sharing these details with you. So yeah, I mean, try to, I think you're, you're at a place now where like you really can afford to step back. Mm -hmm. She can run her own life. I think Mm -hmm. the best you can do is, you know, listen compassionately Mm -hmm. and, and kind of let her take the reins. Yeah, and just be aware of confirmation bias and that you, you probably don't realize it, but you're you're seeking out information yeah. that will confirm a bias that you already had. Mm-hmm. That's what confirmation bias is. You're you you whether you, you're not realizing it, but you're seeking out information to confirm a bias that you currently hold. Right. But that Which isn't in necessarily case. <laughs> right. That isn't necessarily. Which in this case is this guy is suspect and right. Yeah. Hey, you might not think he's suspect. I think he's just a dude. You know, yeah, he's just a I mean, dude. He's, yeah, yep. Thank you. Are we think certainly nothing thing? happened to warrant a background check. Yeah, definitely not. Oh God, I've always I'll say this again. We never <laughs> hear complete the sentence. I did a background check <laughs> and and you never found hear nothing. found nothing. <laughs> you find what you're looking for, and and that's yep. not a statement. That's not an accusation. Your brain legitimately finds what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. Okay, so this next one caused a bit of a stir on TikTok. Hmm. <laughs> and then as soon as I got it, I said, oh, no, this is not going to go over well. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. I was, I was married and hooked up with a married man at a mutual friend's party. No excuse. My husband was 10 years older than me, and we had a sexless marriage for the past five years. No excuse, though, right? <laughs> I don't divor- hear one yet. Yeah. <laughs> We divorced and I continue to see the other man. This has been going on for three years and he hasn't left because of his teenage kids. He and his wife sleep separately and he spends the weekend nights over weekends overnight with me. Other than the fact he hasn't left, he's a great guy. (laughs) Why do we do this to ourselves? We communicate really well and both hold a growth mindset. We both, that feels very Tony Robbins-y. Yeah, it does. We get along great. And time still flies when we hang out. We also make a stunning couple. We're both tall, athletic. He's black. I'm white. The sex is always great. We had our past lives done and supposedly we're in each other's past lives several times, but never as lovers. Now he says he is very close to leaving, but he still hasn't said anything to anyone, including talking to an attorney. So the big question is, do I stay or do I go? That's the question? Yeah, I know. Jesus. 
There's a lot of questions here. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot. Wow, there's a lot uh, going on here. I didn't, I didn't pick up on this the first time. But does she mean she went to some kind of like psychic and they told her about her past lives? Yes. The the first time I read this, I thought the way that I interpreted that was just like they had crossed. Like, they just missed each other in the past. Like, oh, I used to live on, you know, 40th Street, and I lived on the edge, you know, like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. No, I interpreted it as I went but to- But no, the- we're talking about past lives? Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't pick up on that the first time. Yeah. All right. Uh, I Well, I guess let's start with, I don't think past lives is um, going to hold up in court. When you're talking about the dissolution of his marriage and who's getting the assets, I I wouldn't bring up that part. Right. Yeah, this is. So let me break this one down. He's never leaving her. He's never going to leave her. He has an ideal situation for himself where he has his life with her and his children who undoubtedly fucking hate him. Um, And yeah, probably. Yeah. He gets he has a roof over his head and meals and laundry and whatever. And if you think and he's someone not still, is raising his kids for him. Right. And if you think he's not sleeping with her as well, like if you truly believe that they're living in that house and like they're sleeping separately and all that, I'm just, no, I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Uh, I don't believe that, but even assuming that's true, that doesn't mean that there's no love there. Right. Like let's let's say it is sexless. Okay, they still have a whole life together. Right. And um the only way I would believe that they were living in the same house but living separately is if the divorce proceedings were started. Were underway. Were right. underway. Right, which they're not. You know, right. Like how do you explain this to your kids? So and as I said in the TikTok, you have to realize he deceived the mother of his children. That is right. the mother of his children. Yep. And he is treating her the way he's treating her and he's deceiving her and being dishonest with her. What would ever make you think he would be more honest with you? Right. So the, the that's the cheating aspect. But let's get to the other, let's get to the other more like really troubling. I mean, this, this whole thing's troubling, but so she made it a point to mention he's black, she's white. It's such such clear (laughs) fetishization. Um, In this case, I think so. Yeah, because how, well, first of all, how would you know you're a stunning couple? People don't go around saying that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, when you go out, I don't think anyone is commenting, oh, what a stunning couple. It really felt to me, uh, and I, I brought this up to you before we started recording. There was a, it was around Oscar time a few years ago. And they did a cover, a magazine cover of Nicole Kidman and Mahershala Mahershala Ali, mm-hmm. and I think it was t- around the time of either Moonlight or Green Card. Yeah, and the you know the contrast of her very mm-hmm. alabaster skin, yeah. with Mahershala mm-hmm. Ali, who he is Muslim, I believe. Mm-hmm. It was very intentional what they were doing. Sure, they were intentionally trying to contrast their skin color, right. And that's when, when she said, he's black, I'm white, we're a stunning couple, you know, we're athletic. And, but, but what does, you can be a stunning couple when you're both black, when you're both white. Right, right. What does that have to do <laughs> yeah. with it? So it really felt to me like, oh, when we're together, 
you know, there's that contrast and that contributes yeah. to why we're so quote unquote stunning. That's yeah, I clocked it as well. It was, yeah. it was, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, fetishization is, and black women more so than black men, you know, black people in general have been hypersexualized and, and fetishized for centuries Mm-hmm. more so black women. And this is one of the reasons, one of the bigger reasons why black women are so uncomfortable with online dating. Because I was, yeah. I wish, I think I've mentioned this before and I wish I could remember her username, her username, but she was talking as a black woman, she was talking about using online dating in this sort of two stages. There's the first mm. stage of please don't be creepy. Please don't fetishize me. Mm-hmm. And then the next stage is please don't be a racist. Like uh-huh. that black, this is, these are the levels that black women have to, have to go through like mm. with men yeah. when yeah. they match with people online. Like they really, they really have to have their guard up on not just to make sure they're not racist, but to make sure they're not being hypersexualized and fetishized. Right. Well, I think a lot, yeah. I mean, a lot of women probably experience that online. Pretty much any woman who's not white, I think has to go through those two tests. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But many. But it is true that the, the, I guess the underpinnings of the fetishization are, are different depending on Mm -hmm. race. Yes. And OkCupid did that, did that study a long time ago. Asian Classic study. Asian men and black women have, get the lowest response rate on dating platforms. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, and. Um, given how so many algorithms base somebody's visibility on how many matches they get, imagine how that impacts a black woman's experience or an Asian man's experience on these sites, because it's, it's tough enough for a white person, right? Like they struggle to get the kind of visibility they need in order for this to be a productive experience for them. Imagine right. what a black woman has to experience, has to go through. Yeah, It's exponentially harder just to be seen, let alone matched right. with right. on those apps. So uh, the, the letter writer, like she's clearly fetishizing this man. At least it seems that yeah, way. Yeah, which I think is another way of justifying this continuing, right? Right. It, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of justification here. Yes, especially for continuing. With, you know, I know he cheated on his wife and probably destroyed his kids' lives, but other than that, he's a great guy. Yeah. Why do we keep doing that? I don't know. <laughs> Why do we keep doing that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a so, whole lot of it, yeah. It's a whole lot of like, well, I must be different. You know, it really is. I'm different. I'm yeah. different. Oh, and they have a sexless marriage. Isn't that what guys always say? Well, it's what they always say. Yeah. And they always, let's blame it on the wife. Right. Oh, let's blame men- menopause. Let's blame hormones. Let's blame mm-hmm. something. It's her. Mm-hmm. She's, I don't know, dude. Maybe she doesn't want to have sex with you because you're the type of person that cheats on her. Maybe she just doesn't like you very much. Maybe you're I not mean, a very right? good person. I don't, like if this wasn't sexless to begin with. It, here go, but here we go now. with personality. Like you could be a really stunning looking person, but if you're a douchebag, that doesn't mean 
that's going to, that's going to wipe away a lot of the, the attraction. Oh yeah. yeah. You know? So, uh, he's never going to leave his wife. So you better nope. get used to this because this is the life. This is the life that you have. And if he ever does leave his wife, what you're in for, you might have that little brief moment in time where you get to like walk yourself away from the world and pretend that you didn't destroy lives. Mm-hmm. Um, his kids are going to hate you. His kids are going to oh, make yeah. your life. <laughs> the kids are going to rightfully make your life difficult. And his they kids will, already hate you, probably. Absolutely. And those yeah. kids will 100% always protect their mother as they should. Right. I think in, in a situation uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. Yep. And yep. so it's, it's not going to be a good life, my friend. It's right. Not because be- in this case, best, you know, best case scenario, I guess he doesn't have a relationship with his kids. Is that the right. dude and you want? <laughs> he goes away on weekends. Like what does he do with his kids? Does he right. not spend time with his kids? That doesn't sound like it. <laughs> yeah. So, on top of being a cheater, is a lousy parent. Yep. Like, dude. Great guy, though, <sighs> other than those things. Other great than guy. those things, he's a great guy, though. So- Stunning couple. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, not a good guy. Not a great guy. Not going to leave his wife. And even if he does, your life's going to be miserable. Yeah. But you'll be good yeah. looking, I guess. <laughs> so, congrats. Right. So, yeah. Thank you, next. Yeah, thank I you, mean- next thing. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is this pretty is pretty cut and dry. Shot. Yeah, yep. this is not this is not great. <laughs> not great, Bob. Nope. Okay. Sarah, do you have the next one? I sure do. This is a this is a good one. Okay. I'm curious your take on masculine and feminine polarity in relationships. There is a lot out there on this, and when I listen, it makes a lot of sense for what went sideways in my marriage. But I struggle with the feeling that it is asking me to be something I'm not, or to at least tone down what I actually am. It also feels a little antiquated, but I also realize that our society has evolved a lot more quickly than we have as individuals. Okay. I have been looking into the whole masculine and feminine energy thing, because I'm seeing a lot of coaches talk about it. It's out there, yeah. It's out there quite a bit. And I don't like it because no, <laughs> no, it, it's pr- obviously because no, it pr- is asking for women to tone down who they are, right, and toe the right. line, right. Uh-huh. Uh, it is asking women to encourages women to submit to some yep. degree, be more, be and more, to tolerate trash behavior, right. Be more vulnerable. Be more mm-hmm. submissive. Nurturing. Nurturing. And this is the problem that I have with Forgiving. it is that ultimately what it is, this energy, it's sort of the greater yin and the greater yang and the lesser yin and the lesser yang. And they have just assigned genders to each one based on the qualities. Right. That are stereotypically, yeah, assumed. Male or female. Male or right, female. exactly. Mm-hmm. So if we could just take gender out of it for a second, I, I just in general, like, I just don't like the idea of, I don't like the idea. uh, First of all, this feels extremely like hetero. (laughs) It is. Right. It's, it's very like cis hat. It's Um, always reductive to humanity as a whole. Right. Because 
if we had framed it as like stronger energies and like fluctuations in um people taking the lead or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> within relationships uh-huh. that would be a different conversation it's always framed as masculine versus feminine mm-hmm. it always is but so it obviously doesn't have anything to do with what so nothing with gay couples like it just yeah. It's it's just very cishet, very hetero, so I don't like it. It's not. I inclusive. think the word that she chose was accurate, polarity, right? And and it's a little, it's adversarial. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what though? I, I think moreover, can we can we break down what we really mean when we say a behavior has masculine energy? Verse or a trait has masculine energy. Like, Sarah, what, take it away. What would that be? What would what would be masculine energy? Punching the wall, <laughs> not going to therapy, right? Not acknowledging your feelings, not parenting mm-hmm. your children, right? Those are all trash behaviors, and thus yep. masculinity is trash. And who cares? <laughs> who cares about masculinity? Yeah. It's irrelevant. It's trash behavior. We're mm-hmm. moving on for masculinity because it's not acceptable yeah i I just here's what i will say is that i think that balance is important i don't like to think of it in terms of masculine or feminine like okay don is extremely he is unflappable okay i am not and i think being I don't think I could be with somebody who was like me. Hmm. You know, I but need- unflappability is not masculine or feminine, right? That's and that's I guess the point I'm I'm making. Well, not emotional. How about this? Not emotional. <laughs> not emotional. Okay. okay. So, I, I, like, I do agree that balance makes for a healthier relationship, but I don't want. I don't like assigning masculine or feminine to the energies. I do yeah. believe in I mean, energy. I also don't think unflappable is the same as unemotional. He's having, like, he feels emotions. <laughs> yes. I don't, he, you know. I don't know. He's reserved. I don't know. I just feel like you're trying to defend the notion of masculinity. And I said what I said, and I'm going to say it again. I'm not trying to defend. Absolutely <laughs> not. I 100% support masculinity it. Masculinity is trash, and it's no longer relevant. <laughs> we're not, and, and furthermore, we're no longer tolerating it. I will not tolerate masculine behavior. Mm-hmm. The end. <laughs> now, but I do believe in energy. Okay. And I mean, I don't know how we, and there's, that's just basic science. Like energy is energy. Well, energy is science. Yeah. But auras is are not. <laughs> auras are not. But the energy right. we give off, depending on what we're feeling or what action we're doing, I do believe, like, I believe in that. And I believe that a healthy relationship requires a balance in that energy. I do not believe in feminine or masculine energy. That's bullshit. But I do believe that we need to, there there needs to be that balance. And I, so I think it has more to do with not so much masculine and feminine, but um, what's the right mix of personalities? Right. You know, if you're somebody who is very assertive and extroverted and, do you want to be with someone like that? You know, how will that, I mean, and what will that energy be like? Like, <laughs> I think that would be, that, that's a lot of energy that I think 
could ultimately be very destructive and draining. Mm. But if you're with somebody who's more introverted, it kind of like that sort of that balances you out and it it kind of keeps you from getting going over the top and it maybe raises them a little bit. Yeah. It's it's really about balance and not masculine versus feminine. Absolutely. <laughs> it really is about that. And um, I don't know, man. If you if you're dating a guy who describes himself as masculine, yeah, that's an automatic red flag. I it's find, a no I, for me. Absolutely. As is those, you know, gentleman, lady looking for something. Yeah. If someone says they're looking for someone feminine, that means they define themselves traditionally masculine. Trash. Right. Get rid Which of is trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trash. Swipe left. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't think that that's, I don't know. Is that why things went wrong in your relationship? Well, I, I, maybe if your ex-husband was trash. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, this is the first of the month, so this is a public podcast. A few oh, announcements. <laughs> a few announcements. I posted the first. We're doing a online dating mastermind call Thursday, June 10th, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and that's it's for women only, and it's just to – we're going to talk – certain issues, certain common issues and struggles. It's a way to get support. It's a way to get to advice. Each each session, each mastermind call will be kicked off with sort of a prompt, a little bit of a presentation that I'm going to do. So that's, you, that's June 10th. June 17th, how to write the best dating profile ever Zoom workshop. That's up on my website as well. That's going to be focusing on how to write a profile to help you attract relationship-focused matches. Okay. And finally... June 24th, plus size dating mastermind call. This is already almost sold out. Nice. I'm thrilled about that. Mm -hmm. Already uh, almost sold out. I'm going to be adding some more dates to the calendar. Go to datealogycoach.com to register. You can become a Patreon at patreon.com slash datealogypod and get free weekly full-length episodes plus the uh, some like bi-weekly mini episodes join yeah. the substack datologycoach.substack.com and you'll get additional mini podcast episodes that we don't put on patreon we'll, you'll get uh, some free dating advice columns and you'll get a few exclusive dating advice columns so much sarah so much to offer follow so me much on, content so much content follow yeah. me on tiktok at datologycoach and I have two dogs chasing each other around that I have now got to calm down. Talk about masculine. Well, they're both feminine. See? Luca? <laughs> Luca, what do you say? All right. Okay. There you there go. You go. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>